Hi, this is Aaron Eisberg Nog from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Beyond Trek. You can follow them on Twitter at Beyond Trek Pod and on Facebook at Beyond Trek Productions. This is Beyond Trek Podcast, your source for Star Trek on social media and around the web. I'm Big J. I'm Watney. And I'm Dag, the Trivia Master. You can find us on Facebook at Beyond Trek Podcast and on Twitter at Beyond Trek Pod. All right. Well, we've got something a little different for our listeners today. We are in the studio for the podcast Night of the Living Podcast. We're doing a crossover episode. Going to talk about some of the scary and spooky, weird Star Trek episodes. And uh, for this one in particular, our co-hosts, Dag and Watney, were not able to make it. That's okay. They're going to get this recording as well. So I'm here today with Amber, one of my co-workers who was with us at the Cincinnati Comic Expo, uh, part of our production, did some photos. My son, Nacho, who all of you have heard before, and our special guest. Well, you guys are hosting us. You're hosting us in your studio. We've got Fred and Amy. Now, do you like Fred or Freddy? I, I, Fr- I go by Freddy now. What Me and Jefferson, we have this really long history together. We've known each other like 23 years, I think. Easily 23 years, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe even more than that. That's scary. But... uh yeah, I go, I go by Freddie, but when we were at school, everyone called me Fred, so it's confusing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it is, because, you know, I will tell someone, yeah, nice to meet you, my name's Jefferson. Oh, that's great. So, hey, Jeffrey, come on. No, <laughs> no, where did, that is absolutely not it. <laughs> and my name's Amy, but you, I, I prefer A, I'm just kidding. You got <laughs> Amy. Yeah, I can't really shorten that one. Right. Well, you can't even make it longer, really. No. She's I the mysterious try. A. Amy Lee, Amy Ann. I, Amy is here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, some some friends from high school. So yeah. it's uh, almost like a little mini reunion. Reunion. Jeez, couldn't get that out that we have here. I so. love that uh, podcasting brought us back together because we were the three of us were in drama together in high school. Mm-hmm. Is it okay that I disclose yes, this? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You, we got to tell them a little bit about the uh, drama in high school. Yeah, that's how I met Amy. Yeah, was through our high school drama program. And uh, we were all drama nerds, but Jefferson was also a jock. So he was, he was floating around and uh, all the, he's putting his, his life in all the different corners there. Which was strange because there are not many jocks that also are into the, the acting or some of those other well-rounded activities. I was kind of an anomaly. Yeah. A mega, a, a mega nerd for mega instance. Nerd. <laughs> and like Star Trek. Yeah. So that, yeah. that was. <laughs> well-rounded. Everyone should have all that in their life. Very wonderful. Grace. <laughs> yeah. And you got good grades. Yeah. 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 Can you believe this? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't understand. Just breaking the mold. Uh, yeah, well, right, right. No, I'm an alien. That's what it is. You know, <gasps> lizard, one of those lizard aliens. Uh, but no, yeah. F- uh, Freddie and I were in, it was a few good men. Yeah. Our junior year of high school. And uh, you, you played the, uh, the Jack Nicholson's part <laughs> yeah, in that. As a teenager. Uh, right, right. As a teenager. <laughs> great, great performance, by but the way. But you were wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was, it was funny because a lot of the guys were kind of age, they were in roles that were like kind of age appropriate because they're high school students and you guys were like young Marines. Yes. And then I'm supposed to be this middle-aged guy. And I just laugh. Now I think about it and I just laugh and laugh. Yeah. A now kernel. that you are yeah. middle-aged. Right. Now that I am middle-aged and I'm like, oh, now I could do it. And probably people would take it seriously. <laughs> well, and that was a lot of pressure. Cause if you remember, uh, the opening of that, of that play, I had the first line yeah. in that, which was 
kind of nerve wracking because you're standing there waiting for that curtain to come up. And as soon as it started to do that, I had an itch, like a few of them, <laughs> oh, all, yeah. all over. It was, it was horrible. And I said, you know, how do I get myself into this? But yeah, yeah. And I was uh, Lance Corporal Dawson yeah. in, in that one. And I hadn't seen the movie at that point. And I remember our uh, drama club uh, uh, sponsor, uh, Miss Stevens, asked yeah. me, have you seen it? No. And then recommended that I do not. Right, so that yeah. it was a pure performance based on how I saw it. It's a great play, Aaron, Aaron Sorkin, I, if I remember I right. So. Yeah. So yeah, and we, and we went to state yeah. for that one. So that yeah, was, that, was, that was fun. Well, we could sit here all day talking about high school, and I feel like I'm the good, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. That was, yeah. a, that was a tough drama coach, too. Oh, she, yes. she wouldn't just She wasn't just doing that to pad her resume. She was serious. Yes. So we learned, I feel like I owe her a lot for, I learned a lot from her. Absolutely. I did, yeah. too. If you're listening, Carol oh, Stevens. I, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Carol Stevens, if you're listening. Thank you for helping us get our acting chops. Making us cry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Just get it out. (laughs) So in this review, we're going to talk about one episode per series from Star Trek. We kind of went through and picked out first the episodes that uh, Freddie and Amy would be most familiar with, most comfortable with, because, uh, you know, I've probably don't live in the lore every day like like I do. It's horrible. I, I can recall most episode names, numbers, or the season, different lines. And so, yeah, see, not Nacho knows. He's, <laughs> you're getting the same. I see you looking at me like that, the corner of my eye. You know, he, you're getting just as bad, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amy used to, I, Amy's a convert. Recess. Yes. Like yes. in the last, last year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah. I am so in, it's ridiculous. I love it. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. But I'm 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 not through, you know, I've seen what I've seen, but I'm I haven't seen Enterprise or Discovery yet because I'm trying to watch an airing order. So I'm still in like deep space Voyager land. Right, right. And that's yeah, that's fine. That's great. You when you get to Enterprise, just gotta I know I gotta, gotta power through. You just gotta power through. That's what really? I've heard. I see I have never seen an episode of Enterprise either. Well, you know, with, with enterprise, I, I can tell you, it does get better. Yes. Videos out to encourage young enterprise viewers. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. It's like a support group. Yeah. So we, we picked an episode from each series, just kind of went through and tried to pick out kind of one of the, the ones that are the best ones to talk about that is related to Halloween because I did the living podcast. You guys do the horror movies, mm-hmm. horror genre, horror shows, and have been dying to do something with you guys, but yeah. thinking, well, it ought to be relevant so that it kind of, you know, kind of ties in. Yeah, and it's spooky season. It's October. It, 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 yeah. It's, we call it Spocktober. Oh, ah. do you? Yeah. I love yeah, that. Spocktober. You like that? <laughs> yeah. This is, this is spooky Trek. So <laughs> the original series is the one we'll do first. And that is the episode Wolf in the Fold. And, this is a Scotty episode. He is on medical leave on a, a planet with Kirk and McCoy. And uh, there's this, uh, he ends up being accused of, uh, of murder and goes through this, uh, you know, has to go through his whole, whole trial. It's just, it's like this castle type, type of setting. Uh, you know, he, of course, he was possessed he didn't uh, you know he he didn't do it and uh, they found scotty with uh, uh with a knife and this, he looked this pretty bad y- yeah yeah it, it <laughs> a looked, few times over 
it, it, it looked pretty Multiple incriminating. Bodies. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, here's something interesting about this episode is I went through and I did a, a rewatch of the original series uh, not too long back and every episode except this one every episode was kirk spock mccoy some combination of of those three it's not mm-hmm. like tng or ds9 or any of that where there's like a there's a wharf episode there's a dax episode there's a, uh, a troy episode it was kirk spock mccoy all the way through this was the only episode that was it, it was a scotty episode there was no Sulu episode, no her, no, no nothing. So never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you, so basically, you've got the seventy-two hours. These seventy-two episodes, yeah. uh, and out of that, seventy-one is tightly focused on on those three, and that really brought out and made. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of the newer Trek movies. Yeah, but it made it a lot more obvious how they shoehorned in the interactions and friendship with them. They they cashed off of what we remembered from, from the original, okay, so it was all Kirk, Spock, and McCoy, but they took that, you know, years, decades of us watching that and jammed it in. Just like, <laughs> Here you go. Well, they're best friends now. That doesn't work. So. Also, like tonally, this one feels so, I, when you were brought the, the topic up, I was like, this one stood out to me because tonally it's so different than the rest of the series. Um, one, because it's so dark, and two, it's Robert Block, the author of Psycho, wrote it. And you have him also dealing with similar themes in this, which are um, a man who possibly is traumatized and now hates women. And that's the big reason they're taking Scotty to this planet because right. a woman caused an accident on the Enterprise. <laughs> right. And now they think right. he'll hate all women because of it. Wow. <laughs> and I think just the timing of when it was released and everything, it's just, it's got a lot of deep, there's a lot of deep things going on under the surface in this a lot episode. Of politics. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For sure. Right. Yeah. There, there are. So, you know, his, he's got his uh, fingerprints all over the murder weapon. These killings are happening and he, he doesn't remember them. And uh, the, the atmosphere of the whole episode was just very kind of, well, you're right. I mean, it was almost like a hard, based you know sci-fi uh thriller and yeah, definitely w- so what ended up happening and, and there's probably going to, going to be some spoilers for anyone who has not seen any of the episodes we talked about but uh there was a mention in the uh, computer file uh during his trial of a jack the ripper right so i what, loved that twist yes yes the the twist was was that the the jack the ripper that we that we knew and was basically an alien uh, this this entity because there was there were other um, accounts very similar to that through the years that happened on on different planets. Yeah, there so, were some words right. They they almost sounded like that clock tower Verada Nictu or whatever from uh, the day the Earth stood still. <laughs> they, they they were like, this is no language we know. What does the computer think? And it comes back with uh, this explanation that eventually leads them down that rabbit hole of Jack the Ripper was an alien. Right. Right. Exactly. And so that, that alien feeds off of murdering and hating and hating women. Yeah. (laughs) Alien hates women too, for some reason. I don't understand this stuff. I know that's horrible. (laughs) How'd you, how'd you like that? You had Piglet as the villain in this episode, which I, I really dug. I, that, cause that, that guy's voice, he's so unassuming. His voice is so kind and warm and you're kind of like, Oh, he's just kind of this little, uh, milk toast guy yet. 
in, in you know again spoiler but i assume you're a star trek fan if you're listening and you've probably seen this episode <laughs> but I like think we can yeah. make that assumption right years yeah old. <laughs> and I, I just feel like um if you hear our dogs in the background and that's that's what you're hearing they buddy. also no, agree. Um, <laughs> well they, yeah, yeah they, they want to talk too yeah they, they have a lot of opinions about star trek uh, especially that <laughs> episode with the uh little cocker spaniels with the unicorn horns yeah. they, they love that one from the original series yeah um <laughs> i liked him as a uh, kind of an unassuming yeah yeah, yeah I, I don't know if villain is you, mm, okay let's just call him villain sure <laughs> he's possessed well, though. Possessed. no that's a good point it's not maybe it's not his fault but the, when you get to those that's the most horrific thing i think in the the episode is and i think sam raimi i've always said I, I think sam raimi borrowed from this episode of star trek to get the sound of the demons in the evil dead mm-hmm. when there's those multiple voices that are changing pitches that are coming out of him mm-hmm. when they confront him during the little the the, the um, lie detector test scene that's just like straight horror movie stuff yeah it was yeah yes. it was fantastic i love this episode yeah <laughs> You ready to move on to the next one or Nacho? What do you, any opinion on, on that one? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably too weird. Now, I, I know he's, he's saving up. It's the right amount of weird. Right amount. Yeah, he's, he's saving up for, for TNG. He's, ah, he's, yeah, he's, he's my TNG one. pro. Well, the problem is I never watched that episode. Like, on the way here. <gasps> I told you you had homework. <laughs> oh, my God. He's grounded. I think you're going to be kicked out of the house. H- had you seen The Evil Dead at all? Evil Dead. Uh, can you the, give me contents of that one? No, yeah, no, no, it's all right. It's uh, it's a bunch of uh, quote unquote teenagers, but they're like 30 year old actors mm-hmm. go into the woods. They find a, an evil book that causes them to become possessed one by one by the spirit, this murderous spirit. That sounds very familiar. And it's, it's, be, well, it's Wolf, Wolf in the Fold yeah. is kind of that, yeah. um, which I've never heard Sam Raimi give them credit, you know, but I feel like maybe he was influenced by this. Got some inspiration from it. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you like magic, and it is not often that magic was used in Star Trek, but we're going to go on to the animated series, The Magics of Megas 2. So this one, if, if you remember, is the like the classic devil, you know, the guy with the, the horns, got the yeah. red. Bump. Yeah, yeah. So um, the Enterprise on this scientific mission uh, to find the creation point. It's an area in the galactic core where matter was being created. So they're caught in this like energy whirlwind, uh, this uh, red skin humanoid with uh, horns as described here, memory alpha. And sweet uh, abs. Oh yeah, look at those. I mean, abs forever, just totally ripped and toned. He's in the gym every day. (laughs) Dogs are losing their minds. You keep going, I'll be back. I'm gonna go check on them. (laughs) Someone's breaking into the house. That's your early warning detection. Um, So, uh, yeah, and, and basically in this in this realm, it's where physical laws of their universe uh, don't apply and magic is what thrives there. Uh, so they're sent back to what looks to be Salem. Salem. Yeah. Like, like Salem, Massachusetts. During yes. the witch trials. Right, right. Which is so, this is, I just loved this. Oh, you like this one? You saw this one? I have never seen an episode of the animated series, but so we watched it today. Oh, okay. And, um, I loved this concept of going back to Salem, which I think, you know, just being a spooky person, I enjoy the spookiness of it. So I was in, I was like, of course, the devil in Salem. uh, Update on the dogs. They're, they're good. I think it's the mailman, but I I did a a Tom Cruise slide back into the hallway. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure I clobbered myself. You okay? Yeah. I'll live. But uh, yeah, (laughs) 
Well, well, that's that's better than that dog bed almost taking me out. Right. I did not. Yeah. So we're talking about Satan's sweet abs in Salem, Massachusetts. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. So uh, what did you think of his abs? His abs, his chest, pretty much everything was totally cut and buffed. <laughs> I, you know, I can understand why they wanted to hang out with him. Uh, right, they right. wanted to get some workout tips, probably. I love how quickly Spock was able to go, yeah, magic, it's logical here. Yeah. It, I'm in. Yeah. And it, again, he's like, it's not really magic. It's just yeah. their logic. So yeah. to me, I can work with this because I'm the ultimate logic guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and this was one of those uh, humans on trial kind of kind of episodes yeah and so they're they're on trial and uh, spock volunteered to speak on uh, speak in defense of the humans since he was not from earth which you know technicality is we know because he's he's half human but he was born and raised on vulcan and what i really like in in this the battle the magic battle between kirk and the and the puritan so that was i mean he had the like the you know stuff coming out of his hands and uh, it, it just yeah this 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 magic and all of it was uh, was very strange yeah it was very trippy it's very 60s like uh, early 70s right yeah it was yeah. yeah just the look of it is kind of a psychedelic look to the whole series really but especially this episode especially when they have like the green like misty purple and green goblin faces like floating around yes. Kirk's head and everything that that was really cool I actually for me this is one of the better episodes of the animated series because some of them are just almost unwatchable to me it was that that's another one you got to power through yeah <laughs> I will so yeah I'm not sure if we put that one on, on the list or not but maybe yeah when I, was, I get to I the end and you. I'm out <laughs> And I'm like jonesing and shaking and sweating. I'll go back to the animated series. When I when I did my rewatch of of all of it, that's where I ended was the animated series. Yeah. Now I had when we were in school, I had followed all of uh, all of TNG when that yeah. was on. Recorded every episode on on VHS. Saw it all. Uh, saw some original series reruns. But then uh, and then DS Nine started. Now once I got into college. I really sort of kind of fell off of there's a lot more to do in college and watching Star Trek. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just a little, I, just a little bit, just wholesome stuff. Though. Right. So DS nine Voyager and, and enterprise saw most of, but I went through and just, you know, clean sweep. I want to watch everything. Now I didn't do TNG because that was like, that was so fresh. Um, yeah. So I did DS nine Voyager enterprise, then TOS, and then uh, the anime series. And yeah, that was, you got to power through it. You know, Amy, if you're going it, to, it's, you'll feel better for it when you're done. I feel like I owe it for them giving me such yeah. a rich and beautiful world. It, it, it is. But it, I am like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it, I have it to. It helps to respect <laughs> where, where, it, where it's been. Uh, it can't all be perfect. I, what it I do like about the animated series on the flip side is it's a, it was a place they could safely work out screenplays that, didn't pass muster for yes. the original series. And some of them are the more, con what would have probably been incredibly controversial episodes, just like the one we're talking about, where the message is, hey, Satan's okay. Right. He's, he's just not, misunderstood. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's not that bad. And, and you're talking about America of the 70s, the 60s and 70s here, not where imagine the reaction no. had that been on in prime time, you know, and just given to the general audience. They, I, they probably would have come after Gene Roddenberry with pitchforks. They, they already got away with an interracial kiss. So yeah, they that was a big deal. To, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think they were going to be able to do any more challenging there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so moving on to the, to the next one, we have 
TNG episode. This is, you know, I just now thought I should probably give the episode numbers for anyone wanting to jump right into the, uh, uh, the Halloween ones. So, uh, let me, let me jump back real quick for you guys. Uh, thinking you might Wolf in the like Fall was that. season two. Yeah. That they, was, but I can't remember the episode number. I've, I've got it right here. Yeah. yeah. I've got it right here. Um, I had closed out the tab. I just got to Okay. Wolf in Wolf in the Fold, the original series, season two, episode 14. And the magics of Megas two was the animated series season one, episode eight. So okay. We, I know we, we already talked about Wolf in the Fold, but I just want to bring up real quick. Mm-hmm. What is it you think the women did that got Kirk and bones <laughs> so worked cafe up were the women <laughs> and they never finished it. yeah he's just like no i know let's go <laughs> uber's on me let's go let's go <laughs> whatever i don't want to know <laughs> whatever happens on shore leaf stays right. on shore leaf. Cool. I'm, I'm thinking of something pretty extreme therapeutic yeah. shore leaf. I, I think so yes wink wink nudge yeah. nudge I'm, I'm sure involved a lot of romulan ale yeah i feel like oh. they created the holodeck to stop abuses of other <laughs> people they're not real people they're, they're holograms so, you know. what's going on in Riza though right. well Riza yeah, yeah. that's a whole different thing right there they too got, much Ra- that's what it is they got Riker's face on a poster in an administrative <laughs> office if you, saw, if you see this man <laughs> get tested mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Riker though I didn't mean that but you know how it is uh all right, so Night Terrors, TNG. So episode, uh, let's see, season four, episode 17. The USS Enterprise-D is given orders to find a lost Starfleet vessel, the USS Bertain. They come upon the ship adrift in an unexplored binary star system. Beaming on board, an away team finds the entire crew murdered, except for a Betazoid, Andrus Hagen, the Bertain's scientific advisor, who is catatonic. So... This this was the the one, Troy's floating. She's, <laughs> you know, having that having that dream, that weird uh, uh, image, eyes in the dark in one moon circles. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? Where this, over this is the one they won the Emmy for outstanding achievement in special effects for uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> Her floating against the green screen. They did great for what they had. That's right. true. They did for right. at the time. It was pretty amazing. Actually, you're kind of like, Oh my God, it, it was, it was yeah. Nacho. Take it away. Oh, honestly, I kind of laughed when I was looking at that. <laughs> I think you were supposed to. I know, but it was hard to take it serious. It felt like a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Like it was pretty movie. silly. <laughs> Well, if if you recall, so the the crew of the uh, of this other ship they killed themselves. Yeah, I mean, they went totally ballistic, and uh, there were there were signs of uh, you know there there was a paranoia. Uh, they got a, a captain's log, and basically anyone who was uh, there was a lot of suspicion of of mutiny. Uh, so. Mm-hmm all 34 of the crew killed each other with no alien presence. And what ended up happening was in this space, in this region they were in, they could not get into REM sleep and not being able to, to, uh, to, to do that, to get in that REM sleep has very damaging, uh, you know, the effects on you. So yeah, it gives you these really dark circles under your eyes. It makes they you all real looked, grumpy. They all look very tired. Yeah. I felt that in my soul. Cause that's how I feel most days, but 
Yeah, they couldn't dream. Um, I do like how in some of the shots, it's just the actor, no matter who it is, just kind of like staring mouth agape, you mm-hmm. know, into space. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they sold it like you're like, you guys, you need a nap. <laughs> that was like the alternate title of this episode. <laughs> but it wasn't just that they needed to sleep. They needed to dream. Right. And that was being suppressed. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And was it was it that um, Troy was the only one who was dreaming? Correct. Well, she wasn't really dreaming. though. Not but really. Yeah. In, in a sense, it was that she was because of her um, her empathic abilities, her, her betazoid abilities. These, uh, hey, doggy. Uh, we're busy. We're working here. Yeah, they insist on me, being part of everything. Uh, they were able to communicate with her, but it was very short message that they were they were able to say. So that's why they they kept repeating that. But the the classic part of, of this episode, I think anyone who's seen it remembers, is in the morgue. Yeah. Doctor Crusher Ooh, is so is yeah. All that just then the creepy music and you keep hearing the sound of just the plastic sort of rustling and she's the only one in there just looking around. And of course they're doing the, this, the spooky TNG background music and she thinks she's seeing something and turns behind her and looks and there's a body sitting up and then the whole room sits up. Yeah. Yeah. That's was, good stuff. That, that was, that was, that was enough to forgive the silly floating yeah. on green screen. Yeah. It's a, it's a moment that um, is kind of reminiscent of, there was a moment in the fog, the John Carpenter movie mm-hmm. kind of has a similar moment in it. Um, Freddy versus Jason does. <laughs> yeah, we just sorry, we Someone just rewatched that. Laugh and that's at. a terrible movie. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's very effective. I, I think you can. That's one thing you can crib that from any horror film over and over again. And it's still creepy. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, and that's. But eventually, they they get out of this predicament. Uh, Data had to take uh, had to take over. Basically, the crew is just becoming incapacitated, and. Troy realizes that uh, one of her messages that she got one moon circles refers to the hydrogen atom. And if the enterprise releases hydrogen towards the other ship, uh, cause they, they, they found that, that there was a ship stuck in the same, in the Titan's rift, the same rift that they were in. They couldn't see it because they were in a different plane. Like the, the either it was 2d or 4d plane and now 2d was episode of the Orville. uh so <laughs> <laughs> also a great show we right love that right, too. right yeah, yeah yeah uh so yeah and so that's that they were able to get out of that they um did the did the explosion produce this explosion and uh they were able to free themselves so kind of bat batman-esque leaps of logic yeah uh, always in star trek but especially in these halloweeny kind of episodes they kind of have to I almost feel like when they bring in a, someone who is typically a, a horror writer to write on a sci-fi series that sometimes the science gets a little short shrift, right? <laughs> Cause they're like, no, this is okay. It's kind of our Halloween episode. You can be kind of silly with how you get them out of this one. It's going to be a deus ex machina situation. <laughs> well, in the, uh, this, this episode, we got to see a, a good bar fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that? The, the, the Brian and, and ten forward, the oh, angry yeah, man, yeah, yeah. and Guinan. Where does she get that gun? Guinan, she Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> she pulled out that giant gold gun. Oh, well, uh, what bartender doesn't have a gun under the bar? Yeah, it was her peacemaker. Every time I see 
like someone at a bar i always think they're loony because you know in a loony tune episode you're just <laughs> randomly <laughs> yeah. i just like that it shot like fireworks out of it and she's like that's setting one and i'm like there's bubbles on setting two like what is what other harmless thing is going to come out of this big gun well she scared him okay oh, well, right right got him to stop fighting yeah. so you know but she's one of my favorite characters in all of star trek and i um i don't I'm, I'm sure because she's had so much success is probably why you don't see her come back in other series or anything, but I wonder if she'll great. show up in Picard. I hope so. Oh yeah. If she's well enough, I know she went through some stuff. She's still on the view. Yeah, true. I, I, so I hope so go. too. So yeah, we can keep our fingers crossed. I there. hope she has that gun still. <laughs> on Picard. And the hats. Yeah. <laughs> Slung across her back. <laughs> so uh, going, going on, moving on to Star Trek Deep Space Nine. This episode is called Impoc Nor. This is season five, episode 24. Uh, just uh, skim through some of the, the teaser for our listeners. Kira, Dax, and War. You like that one too. The, the dog loves that. Elsa Another loves good. Deep Space Nine. Really? Yeah, big fan big of fr- Cisco. Yeah. Oh. They love Cisco. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So Kira, Dax, and Worf enter Quarks to find a strangely empty, and the reason soon becomes apparent. No one is able to hear themselves think over the horrible noise resulting from Chief O'Brien and Nog doing some conduit repairs. <laughs> I haven't seen this one, but that description. So <laughs> this is horrible noise. Nog and right, right. And O'Brien are up to something horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're, they need this uh, plasma. Dis- <laughs> What is so funny? You're trying to, he's imagining what Nog and Brian could be up to in the conduits. He's in his Jeffrey's tube. Yeah. Oh, come on. This is a, this is a family show. Keep going. Uh, I'm not responsible for anything. So there's the giggle a, fits they need a plasma distribution else. manifold. And um, the, the manifolds are of <laughs> Cardassian <laughs> manufacturers. Stop it. Oh. Uh, so they're, they're, they're Cardassian. So they, uh, they can't just replicate one. They need one that's, uh, uh, they find an abandoned station called Impoc Nor. Um, this was the sister station to Tarok Nor, which is what they renamed Deep Space Nine. So, oh yeah. Uh, and and, okay. and Impoc Nor, you know, is this uh, kind of, evil spooky abandoned station because it's tilted in space when we see it for no reason when when things are not you know are are odd or supposed to be out of the ordinary then the way you show it in space is have it tilted that that's at at an angle is is that in the showrunner's bible for all star trek series yes (laughs) yes if if there's an evil if there's an evil enterprise tilt it we, we need a we need a station that's just like Deep Space Nine. Bad lighting, it's tilted. Yeah, yeah, it has to have exposed wiring machine. hanging out with sparks coming off of it. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. and it's it's just remember tilted. So they they brought Garrick along on this uh, because of course they need the expertise of a tailor. I <laughs> guess if someone was going to rip their pants or something, he would be on hand. And uh, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Plain simple Garrick, not just Garrick. Uh, so I, I love that character, by the way. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's, he's great. A, yeah. We could do a whole episode on, on Derek. Yeah, he, he is. So they find uh, some Cardassians that were uh, that were left there in some stasis tubes, and there was this uh, partially. They were partially filled with an unknown blue biogenic substance. 
Now mm. we're getting into a biogenic substance, and that's when you know that it's kind of kind of scary. So, or it's Windex. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those scary Windex. Well, people uh, start uh, coming after them. So they're in this uh, poorly lit, uh, abandoned station uh, trying to get this part. Um, Garrett kind of goes off the rails. Uh, Nog is uh, he's sneaking around on guard. Um, doesn't see Cardassians. He's they're looking for them because some of them got out of their uh, their tubes and uh, they're basically they're being hunted by some Cardassian agents that were that were left behind. And Garrick essentially uh, you know goes out and uh, dispatches them. He's a tough um, dude. He's secretly very, very tough. I, well, less secretly the further you get into the series, but it's always one of those things where he's like, he's like Steven Seagal in uh in what was that movie Under Siege or something Under where Siege, where he's yeah. the cook, but he can oh, kill right. everybody on the ship. You know, like yes. it, it, Garrick is like the Steven Seagal of the Star Trek universe, <laughs> but yeah, possibly a, a war criminal too. Also, maybe a yeah. war criminal. Right, right. Well, and and so Garrick ended up going going insane uh, uh says here there, there's some finer details i don't quite remember but uh so they're being stalked it's kind of like a, a predator sort of episode yeah these these cardassians going after the uh this away team and the whole atmosphere of that it's kind of a has you on the edge of your seat the whole time that's why it's one of our halloween episodes because You've got a tilted station in space. Yeah. You know, I love cat and mouse stories. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was. It was very much cat and mouse story. And I, I do feel like cat and mouse can go across so many genres. Like you can have an action adventure cat and mouse scenario. You can have a comedy cat and mouse thing. But when you do it with horror, you just basically have to have somebody at a really big disadvantage. And it feels like they could die at any time. And that, I think, makes it kind of like more of a horror scenario. Like, so you're, you're underdog. I take it. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to guess they were probably unarmed in the first act, wandering around, or their phasers probably broke. Right. <laughs> Something happened, probably. <laughs> probably. Again, this episode, I don't know, but I'm just saying, I like, I love that. That's a, a classic uh, setup for good reason. I um, so I didn't watch it because I'm only in season four of DS9, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to get too far ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. um, but the idea, I, I love more scream time for Nog. I need more because I love him. I we just, do. I want to protect him and rest in peace, obviously, to the actor um, who played him, who just passed, which is so sad. It makes me sad. Um, but uh, the idea of nogging and Garrick together and kind of a... That's a crazy uh, pairing. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, for uh, at this point in where we're in Deep Space Nine, that relationship doesn't exist. No. So Nog I'm kind of curious to see what happens. right now, so he's going to come back to station. You've just blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have a lot still to get through and your listeners are screaming at me like, Oh lady, sorry. How dare you bring someone on who's only seen 200 episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the worst. I need, I need to up the standards. Yes. You know, it's yeah. only seen 200. You're, you're way, way behind. Uh, so any, any other thoughts, observations or comments on the DS nine episode? We move on to Voyager. He's I like laughing. Nacho still giggling. He's still giggling. I, I love I'm it. I'm sorry, just that one thing I was laughing about okay. earlier. <laughs> now I can't stop. No, it's very weird. Keep going. Just keep going. Oh, oh I thought you were going to tell me right, right now. Is that, is that off air? Huh? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Can you give me a hint? Uh, Is it about Star Trek? Yeah. All right. It's a secret, though. Yeah. Secret Star Trek. I Don't forget. He was, then he's going to say he forgot. That's what's yeah. going to happen. Okay. I was so, going to say there's a booger hanging out of Freddy's nose this whole time. Let me see. Let me see. No, you're good. Okay. I'm okay. Good. So now uh, let's move on to Voyager. We have The Thaw, and that is season two, episode 23. And this one stars Michael McKeon. Oh, really? The, y- y- yes. Yes. Uh, who was in Better Call Saul, uh, Clue. Yeah. And also, uh, this is Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, couple one, of really one half of Lenny and Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, yes. A really yeah. bad two parter on the X Files, which is my nerd thing that I can go on and on and on and on and on about. I um, think I remember that episode. Yeah. He was a cop or something, wasn't no, he? No, he was a man in black from oh, um, Grim Lake. Yeah. Area 51. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Bad, bad episode. You switch bodies with Mulder. It's bad. That's right. But yes. I love I Michael that. McKean. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's great. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. That was the end of Clue. Does yeah. anybody remember? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what do we have in, in this one? So this this was the whole just clowns and the <laughs> like, circus sort of sort of thing. It was really, it's just weird. Yeah. It was just a, a, a downright uh, kind of strange episode um and so their 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 minds like they were it's one of those if you die in your dream you're gonna oh. die in real life and so um kim and some kim Elm street uh, right right um so kim is in uh, uh one of the stasis units with uh, uh Belana torres because they they went down this planet and they found these people in these these stasis pods and uh, they, they uh, activate them, uh, go, go into there. Uh, there's this like trauma, this, this uh, mental, mental stress caused by fear. Um, the, these colonists died from massive heart attacks. It says here. Um, so like they were scared to death by something. Right. Right. So, well, like you said, it says here, like you have their medical reports in front of you. Instead of an episode, and I was like, "This, this is classic." If I've seen it once, I've seen it a hundred times. These right. colonists died from fear, <laughs> which I think has happened. I feel like they did something similar, maybe in the original series, We're where Kirk's show. brother. Yeah, remember they went to like the planet, and there was like Kirk. Maybe it was next gen. But there was the there was kind of a similar thing where people were dying from fear. Maybe it was. Yeah, I I remember the one you're talking about. Wasn't that the wasn't that the one with the um, uh, the jellyfish? Yes. The, uh, the yeah. Space jellyfish. Thing yeah. That got on mm-hmm. uh, Spock's. It screwed him up. Back. Yeah. Yeah. It was the original series. Yep. yep it was definitely interesting. <laughs> they go back to the well sometimes. I think there's That's certain a things. Pretty classic trope. It and it's a good one. Yeah. Right, right. Dying from fear and being scared to death. So that's that's what's happening here is these these people attached to these machines. They're in like a uh, kind of a, a, a matrix, the matrix sort of sort of thing. Uh, and the, this this clown played by Michael McKean is uh, terrorizing these these people. Man, um, we get two more centuries and they're still afraid of clowns. Yeah, yeah. Still, still. <laughs> I'm afraid not of afraid of clowns, of clowns now. 
Uh, I'm more advanced than these people. Oh my god, Voyager are the best. So if if you for anyone out there, if you do not like clowns, you might want to skip this one. <laughs> yeah, or if you love them, or if you, right. if you love them too much, this might tarnish what you love because you're like, I've never seen an evil clown, and oh. if somehow you've never seen an evil clown, Didn't welcome to Earth. To, yeah, because they're almost exclusively evil now. <laughs> when Janeway comes in and, and saves the day, because she course. is B A. Yes, she is H B I C. Yeah. I yeah. love, so I just started Voyager just a couple months ago and I haven't, I'm probably 10 or so episodes from the one we're talking about now, so I haven't watched it yet, but I feel like I was kind of told about Voyager, the same thing you guys are telling me about Enterprise. Like, oh, you're, it's okay. Right. I love it. <laughs> I like that she I sounds like Janeway. Eartha Kitt. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love Torres. I love all of them. Yeah. It's a fun show. Yeah. It is. Underrated. Makes me happy. Now... Let's go to, we're going to go to Enterprise. Thank you, Jesus. Is, it, is this your, is this your, your gym, your favorite? No, we're just getting close to where I actually know. Ah. That's uh, good. We meet in the middle. All like, right. Yeah. The further we get along, the less I know and the more Nacho knows. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he's, he's younger, so he's got the, like the newer kind of uh, latter half of uh, of, of star trek and uh well, but you liked enterprise as a whole oh yeah and that that's not i mean yeah it's it's good so <laughs> he does not believe what he's not gonna said. disown him over this are you <laughs> no no i think i'll i think i'll keep him he's all right he's all right otherwise uh so this is enterprise the episode is called impulse season three episode five and uh okay you're so smart why don't you tell us about this Ooh. one what was so what was the spooky and scary you liked about about impulse if you want to be honest i didn't think it was that spooky to me really it wasn't speaking to me the only okay earlier on the way here i told you that one episode you said it was a suggestion um where you know that big white globby thing gets on the ship <laughs> the big white oh, globby right. thing that <laughs> was in the cargo bay that and makes uh, sense. enterprise if you've yeah. ever seen a search. I'm excited to watch Enterprise. Yeah. Like, um, uh, yeah, Impulse kind of has like a zombie vibe and Ooh. zombies don't really creep me out. What's right. wrong with the children it, today? It was. They're saturated in zombies. <laughs> no, you're They've been right. soaking them their whole lives. That's true. Y yes, yes. Well, it's uh, zombies. Yeah, Vulcan zombies. Ooh. So <laughs> there's like? I, what 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 says Halloween and weird creepy scary than zombies i love vulcan zombies that's vulcan crazy <laughs> that's great that's great i like that <laughs> i always loved how they use that as a, a way of getting around swearing on the original series you're out of your vulcan mind <laughs> right you your vulcan mind <laughs> well and so this was uh, if, if you recall in this season uh the, the backdrop of the of the entire season is trying to find the zindi and uh, stop their super weapon before it gets to earth and destroys earth and they're in this region of space called the expanse which they had never explored before but there was a uh, vulcan ship that uh, you know while back had gone had gone in there uh, a ship called the Salea, and went missing uh, so this was th this one if any of you remember event horizon oh, oh god i love that movie event great horizon? movie love it yeah, yeah th this to me kind of gave a little bit of of that feeling the the they're in this they end up in this place 
crew goes crazy, ends up uh, uh, just about killing themselves. Scott Bakula uh, carves his eyes out. <laughs> rusty spoon. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And now I'm gonna have to go back and, and watch Event Horizon yeah. again. It's a good soon. one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, zombie Vulcans. I love that. That's a cool concept. Wasn't there a um, a novel or something, a horror, a Star Trek horror novel that came out years ago that had like undead Vulcans in it too? I just remember seeing the cover of a like a rotting Vulcan character on the cover. You may you may be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wish I could remember. Or you may be crazy. I can look it up while we're talking about the next. If you thing, must, because well, I'll go crazy otherwise. What what do zombie Vulcans eat? Because Vulcans are vegetarians; they don't eat meat. So, oh, I don't think they were literally zombies. Well, no, they weren't literally zombies. They, were, yeah, I mean, they were infected. Would they? With, well, just would they still be able to mind meld? Would they be able to eat your thoughts and memories? Oh, there we go. We're asking the important questions. Very. Now. <laughs> now I'm going to think about this all day. Well, and then th- this is the what started to pull's trillium D addiction uh, because it was uh, it was used to uh, inoculate her from this, you know, the biohazard that uh, took over and affected the, the rest of the crew. Ooh, so I got a drug addiction storyline to look forward to. And drug addiction. I yes. like that. <laughs> I like when Star Trek tackles those things and they fix them immediately. It It, it is, <laughs> yes. It, right. <laughs> we just single-handedly solved starvation, hunger, racism. Yeah, our, our uh, all kinds of... Society doesn't do any of those bad things anymore. And I'm like, yay, but like how? It doesn't yeah. crack you up too, though. That like, What issue do we need to solve this week? Yeah. They solve Earth racism, but they find new ways to be racist against other species. Well. Their space. <laughs> they're, they're just like, you know what I miss <laughs> from like 300 years ago? I think we're going to be mean to the Klingons now, and then when right. they're okay, they're going to be mean to the Ferengis. Well, the like, Ferengis don't do themselves any favors. <laughs> See, Amy, then now you just, just sound kidding. like one of them. I like Frankie. I can't find the damn book I was talking about. Because you made it up. Yeah, I may have. <laughs> but I'm sure somebody listening probably knows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's only like thousands of books. I yeah, know, there are so a lot I, of them. I was looking into like, where do I start on the books? And then I gave up because I was overwhelmed. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Nacho, Amy, Freddie, Amber, any other thoughts on this one before we move on to our last um to be honest didn't like in a few episodes um in uh, season three didn't she literally grab a suit and go into the cargo bay when it was completely exposed to space mm-hmm. yes to get to the trillium wow the trillium d <laughs> in the 22nd century <laughs> yeah 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 what right dealt with drug addiction yeah as, as well so you know, a lot, a lot of lessons, even for a, for a weird Halloween type episode. Yeah. So if there's like pizza flavored combos with cracker shell, oh, the cracker shell, we'd probably both That's break my in jam. and get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Deep on a space suit for mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah. 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 Those are good. I like it. <laughs> so now we've got discovery context is for Kings. That is season one. Not, not you didn't care for it. Like, Another disagree. Again, I how do you? I don't get how that's scary at all. Yeah, like I think it's a mystery episode, but I don't think it's scary at all. I can't, I can't say because I've never seen Discovery because we're doing this whole chronological viewing thing. It'll probably be a year before we catch up. I'm getting there. There's so many episodes, but uh, I love the ones so, when they do mysteries, though. I but do love the it mysteries. Wasn't, yeah. It wasn't a spooky mystery. No, it wasn't spooky at all to me. 
Although, what, is, what there is, a, is there a murder in it? You? What scares me? Yeah. Jump scares. Jump scares. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I love those too. Anything else I'm fine with, but... Like, atmospheric yeah. horror doesn't do much for you no okay no, but All yeah right. i didn't see anything that was like horror really like like the only thing that gave me mystery really was um badges i never seen stuff that was floating or just everyone was kind of suspicious or something yeah yeah but i didn't see any horror in that episode at well, they're they're new still. Mm. There's probably not a lot to choose from, right? I mean, Discovery's only on its what third, second? Uh, it's about to start the third season. Yeah, yeah we'll be starting the uh, the third one. Yeah. So uh, they they turned a lot of things around uh, in in that one in the uh, in the second season. I'm real curious about this one because I I've managed to to learn very little about Discovery and kind of on purpose. And all I've seen of it, we were at um, WonderCon in San Diego, and they showed like some special effects mockups. Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles, God, someplace in California. And, uh, they, I was really blown away at how it looks. It looks so good. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, does it still have that like Star Trek feel to it? Uh, discovery. Yeah, it, it does. It, you know, it, it really, now a lot of, a lot of people out there will tell you this, this is not my Star Trek. Yeah and it doesn't have to be and you can live your life without it right right, right. yeah yeah i mean it, it's just it's different it, it's yeah. it's different than well from what we grew up with yeah and now there's just there's more budget there's better effects there's all all kinds of things and honestly this day and age right now uh the the tos tng voyager flavor it it wouldn't work that that's that, that's not going to last it's not sophisticated enough for this audience this this age yes yeah in this age it's what they're doing is exactly right i think is um i'll, I'll take a year year and a half in between seasons if i can watch every week for 12 13 12 or 13 episodes and just go go on through because it's a it's a binge watch sort of sort of thing. Serialized and storytelling. It, yes, I like okay. the I like the serialized storytelling, and um, I mean, you don't know what it was like back back in our day having to wait a week. <laughs> and then the I summers appointment viewing, oh, the long summers. Yeah. And if you yeah. missed it, you missed it, and you had to wait yeah. till it reran. And who knows when that was gonna. Be. Mom, yep. you forgot to set the VCR. <laughs> 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 now, well. But see that this this one Nacho was uh, the one with the Glen, the sister ship of the Discovery, where they found that tardigrade. They they, they went on the Glen and uh, there were uh, bodies of Klingons there and uh, uh, bodies of the Starfleet officers that were on the ship. Because what was happening was they were experimenting with that uh, the spore drive and the tardigrade. Yeah, the the the, the tardigrade. Well, they did one of the one of the spins or, or whatever. And, um, how, oh, what was it? Uh, what, they, what is a tartar grid? Uh, am I saying that right? It's tartar tartar essentially grid. this, um, well, okay, the spore drive on the discovery wasn't working right because the map wasn't complete. And the tardigrades basically has a map in its head and the Glen was more upgraded for the jumps and they oh, were okay. jumping. Um, the, and I guess a Tartarade got out of its cage when they were using it. So this is this is a prequel, a right? Discovery thing. takes place before ten years before TOS. Before TOS, okay. Well, mm. and yeah, yeah. So in their 
in their tests of the um, uh, of the drive, they end up getting themselves like turned inside out. You so oh, just like in uh, the fly and right didn't that, and that happened in like Star Trek two the movie too didn't it with the the teleporter was that the first one where he's like that's why I don't use them oh when bones that, was like I don't want it to get all turned inside out <laughs> right right yeah. well yeah there was a transporter accident in the uh, in the motion picture yeah uh, so the the tardigrade basically is this um, larger version of a of real tardigrade they're like little um, they call them water bears. Oh yeah, little, little tiny microscopic things, and they, they can, sound like, cute, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, they have big, horrible mouths on them. Yeah, and like they can survive in the you know vacuum of space, things like that. Well, they yeah. have this giant one, which Ooh. is virtually indestructible. Uh, Klingons end up getting on the Glen, and this thing they, they see like these you know big claw marks in the quarters, and uh, the, the the Klingons are all torn apart. So there's this monster loose on the ship so nacho it. doesn't think that's horror what, know, what is your life horror. like nacho <laughs> he's like i run into giant water bears all the time in school <laughs> I, I mean and yeah and again you know it's all it's all dark and you know they've got their their phasers and all that and there's this you know big thing i mean sounds like alien yeah that's like not it. scary have you seen alien yes i've seen all of them. Alien movies. <laughs> did but, you think alien is a horror movie yeah like okay i watched all of them first try and the second try they were like a little scary yeah well i don't think any well jump scares jump scares get you in there uh, there was uh there's not a lot of those in in star trek that i can i can recall there's uh, one i know i remember in Enterprise. only thing scary in star trek he made fun of me for years still was when he took me to the 2008 film <laughs> of star trek what happened? yes okay <laughs> i'm dying he's so, allowed to make fun of you oh yes oh yes yeah. it's my turn oh oh, it's my turn. oh still yeah. anything because i was not like really thinking about that so here's what happened so we go to see uh, Star Trek 2009, and you weren't even five yet. You were you were going on five. So uh, took Nacho to the to the movies. We went to see Star Trek 2009, and uh, I th- I thought you know he might be a little young to take to a movie like that, but he would ha- already been getting into Star Trek, and he sat there through the whole thing, just watching, eating his eating his popcorn. Uh, didn't we go with uh, with Liz and Corey? And no, no that was that the second time. Yeah, with, with your cousins. Okay, okay. Uh, so the scene where Kirk ends up um, marooned on that that big ice planet, he he climbs out, and he's got his you know winter coat that they were nice enough to leave. Um, yeah, <laughs> I never thought about shit. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but why happen. why didn't they put him in it? Put the coat on him. <laughs> that's a pretty big hole there that you just pointed out to me they're about to maroon him on a nice planet and figure i guess he'll he'll figure it out and survive but here let's give him a a nice columbia jacket (laughs) before we do that so so anyway uh he's doing his you know giving his log you know bitching about how he got tossed off the ship and you can hear this like noise in the in the background so he's looking through the snowstorm and you can kind of see something kind of, you know, running towards him. 
cuts to Kirk again. He's really looking, cuts back to the to the monster. And then suddenly the camera just jumps yeah. right right to the thing. So he jumped. Oh, I've <laughs> jumped so at stuff finished. like that too, though. <laughs> Wait, did you dump your popcorn? Almost. All he got, well, it kind of got me too because yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but they got got all. And us, now so. you're traumatized. <laughs> yeah, forever. He's well, scared of ice planets. And I watched it. I was fine about all it. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but he's still salty at me. <laughs> <laughs> so th- those are the uh, the the episodes that we that we pick there. So, uh, Amber, do you have do you have an episode? Whether it's weird, scary, spooky, freaky, anything of Star Trek that we didn't put in there that you like or want to talk about. Here you go. I'm going to twist it. I'm just going to on the spot. <laughs> She's shaking her head. No, no, no. And then he just pushes totally the mic. I totally on the spot and completely unprepared for that question. So thank you for that. Uh, no, not off the top of my head. <laughs> there, there you go. And that's okay. I'm a photographer. He totally blindsided you. Uh, well, no, you had plenty of prep time because I was looking at you the whole time leading Just up to it. Like, at you. Gotta think of something quick. Like, oh my God, Star Trek, what's that? Uh, he was he was beta zoiding thoughts into your head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got, you know what? You should give honorable mention. What was it? The Cat's Paw from the, fir- from the original Paul, series? Yes. That weird one with the castle mm-hmm. and all the. It was like anything that was like one of those paper Halloween decorations you had as a kid. Yes. Was in this episode. And then they turn into like giant cats. It's, it's like, it was not a great episode, but it was fun. Well, what what about, uh, have you seen Skin of Evil, uh, TNG season one, the one where Tasha Yar was killed by the oil slug oh, yeah. and Riker got pulled into him too? Okay, so there you go. That I would consider that a horror episode too. That oh, yeah. thing was really that nasty. Was, ew, yeah, yeah, that was, that was freaky. Yeah. On, when it... uh came snuck up on on Riker and <laughs> yeah. just suddenly he gets pulled in it's <laughs> all slimy and black like, you know, something's got me I know oh this, my god I was, know this might sound very mean but I kind of left when Tasha flew in the air and uh, <laughs> and when Riker's just like Dana oh I laugh a lot when I watch Star Trek that's one of the reasons I love it <laughs> this boy has no soul Dana. what are we gonna do with you oh man he was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, and he gets pulled in this thing, and then uh, his his face, like, comes back yeah. up in the in the oil, and then... It reminded me, do you remember the raft from Creepshow 2, where they're... The, the Stephen King short story. Uh, yeah, the kids are partying on this raft out in the middle of this lake, and the black oil slick comes up. No, it, I've it, seen the first Creepshow. I oh, never okay. saw the second one. The second one, it's, it's very similar to that okay. episode, if you ever get a chance to check it out. It's the same idea. It's this oil sludge monster that will dissolve you, your body and eat you, basically. Mm. Uh, yeah. Tasty. Fun. <laughs> and then uh, I think another one that might be a horror one is on Voyager, the one with Brad Dorif. Yeah, we just watched it. So it's season two. I don't remember what episode um, where Brad Dorif, um, who is a very uh, iconic horror actor, mm-hmm. he was the voice of Chucky um and a uh, great episode of the x-files first season it's fine yeah um <laughs> exorcist three exorcist three but, but um yeah. he plays a a i guess he was former maquis who was then mm-hmm. absorbed onto the uh the ship in the crew and he's basically a psychopath and he he's a betazoid he's a betazoid no empathy and uh tuvok mind melds with him and then tuvok starts to lose his control it was a really like very good psychological horror thriller yeah it was a good episode episode 
It it was it was. I, I wish we would have got some more of him because uh, Brad Dorif is a great voice. Yeah, gr- great voice, and he's been in a lot here. I'm yeah, looking at uh, he was in Dune. Yep. Uh, this was... episode of Murder She Wrote we just watched. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, for okay. real? A Halloween episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Brad Dorif is one of those guys. He plays this same scenario out a lot. <clears throat> I have a little frog in my throat. Oh my. <laughs> the. Uh, he played this whole almost a Hannibal Lecter type of character yes. in um, The Exorcist 3, and then he did it again on The X Files, yep. and then he did it again on Voyager. Um, I feel like he's done it other times. Okay? But he's just really good at it. <laughs> like, he's got it dialed in that whole psychopath that maybe he knows something you don't know thing. Right. You know, it's so fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. There's our, our episodes for the. Uh, Halloween season. Are you some, scared? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> putting Amber on the spot. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> and she enjoyed it. I could tell. She's going to murder you later. Yes. Yes. Well, well, that goes along with the whole with the theme. It's yeah, the, the, the theme. So if I turn up missing, yeah. then that's that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll remember to tell Dateline. She said you'll never see it coming. You're never going to see it coming. Oh. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not going to turn my back on you now. Yeah, because that's I won't know what's coming. Just make it quick. It's Just, getting scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make him suffer. It's fine. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm I love watch some scary shows, scary movies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for letting us come into your studio here. This is great. We've got to do this again. Yeah. Uh, you know, we let's not just see each other once a year. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. At a festival for <laughs> 10 right minutes while we chug a beer together. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are you? Oh, good. How's the family? It's good. It's all right. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do a little, uh, you know, joint podcast stuff, which is great. And for our listeners of Beyond Trek podcast, if you like scary, spooky, weird shows, movies, <laughs> please listen to Night of the Living podcast. You, you guys have been doing this, I think, 13 years. Yes. You yeah. said, right? Yep. Yeah. I had look at Amy because I'm not very, very good long. at measuring time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We started in 2006 mm-hmm. um, and still, still doing it. It's a, it's not a family show. I just warn anybody that's going to yeah. tune in. If you have <laughs> kids in the room, I would not recommend listening with anyone who, because you never know what we're going to talk about. Right. Yeah. We get all over. Just like the topic. deep space and everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're we're, not we're allowed gonna, to listen. You know, we're getting Quark's Jeffries too on a weekly basis. <laughs> you went up the ventilation shaft. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, th- 13 years you've been doing this, um, following you guys on, on Facebook. It's really very interesting and uh, a lot we can learn here. I mean, you guys... You should see the setup here. Like this is it's evolved. This this, this is nice. Yeah, it, it's almost got me talked into uh, doing a little bit less of the painstaking, minute. Yeah, you don't have to sweat the small thing. stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> and, and that that's why I wanted to it's fun and relax yeah. and it's easy and whatevs. I no, like, Klingons do not have fun. <laughs> that sounded pretty that damn was good. Good. Oh, thank you. Oh my! I thought Worf was here. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. Well, we and we've got a guy that does uh, wharf impersonations. You don't uh, need him. No, I'm kidding. Pop. Oh, okay. You, you hear that? You guys competition now. Oh my god, that was that was that spot was awesome. on. That was shockingly good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I had it in me. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know I I like this format of just kind of. It's fun. I like to think of it as like a dinner table situation. Oh, 
Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Or I'm yeah. like, sometimes you're going to hear uh, silverware moving around. That's okay. And a dog barking. And a dog barking. Right, right. Because yeah. it started in our dining room. Oh, it did? Okay. Yeah, but we'd have to set it up every week. And that was oh, a huge pain. That would be tedious. Yeah, so well, this so is you guys a permanent space. All th- are all able to to get together and 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 do this which is that kind of mm-hmm. for for us uh i mean a lot of coordinating yeah, yeah. Every, everyone's yeah. in their different you know places so it's just do you guys it, have video with each other at all or no. you just you just okay yeah, I, just, I wonder just i was thinking about that like what that's like to because every once in a while we'll have somebody on the phone but whenever possible i try to get their face somewhere mm-hmm. just so we can kind of take cues off of each other but um, that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I read an article recently and it was just, a, it made me mad because it was about like all the celebrities that are podcasting and what a revolution, right? Now this, we are people that are just regular people with something that we feel like we want to talk about and we are just doing this thing and having fun and it's, and people, it resonates enough that they listen to you every week or whenever you put a show out and my God, what that's the revolution. Right. Yeah. It is weird to see like, I'm just a lady from Cincinnati. Right. And, and yeah. now big businesses and entertainment companies have caught on and Oh, real quick. Let's do a quick commercial. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. But, uh, it is just interesting. The difference and to watch the whole thing evolve and to have been there. Like when it started podcasting is, and I've always been an advocate for, I think everyone should have a podcast. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You know, some people say you should Everybody journal. Does. Yeah. Um, yes. like whenever somebody would people over the years, whenever somebody would reach out to me, then they'd be like, Hey, how can you help me? start a podcast. What do I got to do? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, if you're listening to this, I think any, everybody, you're going to find a community of people that have similar interests to you. You will. Yeah. And it's kind of like, in a way, it's almost like, you know, correspondence, like where people used to write letters back and forth to each other. <laughs> like we have other podcasts that cover similar stuff to us and how we keep in touch with each other is listening to each other's shows. And then it's kind of like you, it's get to see old friends who may not be close by or whatever. Right. It's just, I think it's great. Yeah, or make new ones. Well, yeah. and I, I like I like that part of it is that you're talking to and working with other other podcasts because I, I think there should that should be what you do. Yeah, yeah. we we had a, a crossover like crossover episode with Fantastic Geek, and um, those two guys, uh, uh, Peter and, and Matt, they do um, a lot of the Marvel shows, mm-hmm. you know, Star Trek. They they do all kinds of stuff. And uh, we we did something with with them, and that was a lot of fun. And that's what I want to do more of is is having these these other these other podcasts and saying, hey, you know, wh- wh- what do you think about doing a doing a thing? You know, blending meshing our our thing with yours. Yeah, I love yeah, that. It's fun. Yeah, and that as a list, I'm voracious podcast listener, and I yeah. love stuff like that. Well, anyone can do it, and yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's what what makes it tricky is to not get yourself tied into the the numbers no right number you can't listeners. care about it, that that's that's hard for someone that's that's got i, I think partial ocd is, you know, <laughs> eat me. it's i do it for fun i love it love yeah. talking about star trek and, and all that is great we, we have been able to uh, express so much artistic talent just with a format and that was the and i want to ask you guys when i'm uh, when i tell you this how you decide on your format but for us we were uh, kind of sitting around and we're talking about doing a uh, doing a podcast, and I, I had done a podcast prior uh, that went from uh, last November up into um, about uh, early summer, and we decided to like rename, rebrand, change the focus, and that that came up as well. Anyone can do it w- with a podcast, so there's a lot out there, 
And when it came to Star Trek, that was pretty fat in the tail. It, it's like everyone's doing a Star Trek podcast. And what would we do to try to stand out or at least maybe have a chance at not just being, you know, another one of two, right? Yeah, whatever. So I said, all right, well, let's just not have a format. Let, let's literally just not have a format. And the the episode from Seinfeld was was playing oh, yeah, show about nothing. Yeah, yeah. The show about nothing. <laughs> and, and that's that our very first episode that where we talk about what we're doing. It's a podcast about nothing. Yeah, is what the name of that that uh, our first episode is. And literally, I said we can do we can do some episode reviews. We can just cover and talk about uh, the the conventions, uh, people that that cosplay. We can do like radio skits or right. do something like I did with the Federation News Network. It's what would the nightly news in the 24th century be like? Uh, I had a thing I did. We call it notes with Nacho. And because um, when we're driving around just, you know, wherever, just all over the spectrum on, on Star Trek, you know, and then there's things he zings me on sometimes. Well, I said, you know what? Yeah, let's do a podcast episode like that. We're just going to sit, just record it. And just start yeah. talking about Star Trek. And and that, that was that thing. And uh, we've got some, you know, characters stuff. So it's, think of it as like Saturday night live for, for star Trek. And to me, I thought that's, that's going to be the best way to try to do something unique because it's very competitive out there. You know, it's challenging, but yeah, I with, think, yeah, I was just going to say like, I think with us, it was, we went through a phase of in the beginning, um, there was only us and like one other horror podcast when we started, I think at the yeah. time. Mm -hmm. And, um, so the audience was easy to get because we were filling a demand that was there. Whereas okay. now there are thousands of right. podcasts doing, and a lot of them literally cribbed exactly what we did from us and changed the names of our two segments to their own version of that, which is, are you serious? Which wow. is fine. I think I think that's super flattering, okay. but yeah. like the whole, we do a segment straight to video Russian roulette where we, we pick something that's a movie that was not theatrically eh, theatrically released. And it used to be kind of a gag because those used to be bad movies. Right. So we would pick somebody randomly. You have to watch this movie this week. Okay. And then we would watch something we called the main attraction, which was a mainstream or a successful movie, something like a classic. And it evolved from there. But we actually went the opposite uh, direction where like we used to prepare. We were very and structured and now it's like, um, no, I don't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> um, but we have the, yeah. the two segments. I think at the end of the day, it's it's your personality and what you bring to the table, not the gimmick that you bring to the show. It's who are you? The people I listen to and continue to listen to, and I've listened to podcasts since 2005, um, and I still listen, like Keith and the girl, um, because of the personalities. They don't even have a format because of the personalities and what I what I get from it. So uh, there might be a three million Star Trek podcasts, but why yours is successful is because you guys, it's the personalities and the care of, of, of what you bring to the table and to the listener. I the do feel like is, you have yeah. to offer some consistency though yes, as that well. Too. That's the flip side yeah. of it. Is, That's hard. <laughs> yeah. It like is. like you, you can go, like how can I be consistent when it's not, it's about nothing. You know? right. like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, we See, even have different people that yeah. are involved. Yeah. It's like, what? Well, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, the thing that makes yours consistent is your subject matter. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it's, it's you about know, Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek is the thing that brought everyone together. So right. you're like, that offers, that has built in consistency. Yes. But I think that's something a lot of people who are starting out, they, you know, you have to have something at your core, like a, not a, you know, it's corny to call it like a mission statement, but 
you think of it the same way like a corporation would. He totally like, wrote right, a mission statement. Yes. For I did. Our I did. Oh, you it's did. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. No, it's I love not. him, but Jesus. It's <laughs> it's mostly, but our mission statement is mostly about it's. We got to keep our community at the center of what we do. Yes. For us, it's about a very small, which used to be a huge audience that shrank over the years. So we weren't very good at. I don't know that we were great at retaining because as there were more horror podcasts to well, choose yes, from, you lose some people. Mm-hmm. But like. um I feel like we're probably a moderately popular, probably in the middle of what your typical okay. popular podcast is. We're somewhere. I like doing it, so I don't care. Yeah, we right, do. Yeah. We do it more for us, and like, but remembering who is listening and what they're into, and keeping them engaged in what you're producing. But the way your format is, it sounds like I like that you have this open contributor pool. So you're always going to have engaged people working on your show, right? Because you let them come and go as they please to work on it, which yes. I think is key. You don't hold anybody too responsible. Um, like you do with a job. I think that's the important thing too, is not to let it turn into work. Right. Yeah, that, that's right. And it's, it's not just two dudes doing an episode review, which is, that's like what every Star Trek podcast is. Um, wanted, wanted it to be kind of an ensemble thing where, we, we may even have different people and we have had different people on the podcast for different discussions. It's just, we, we have our, we have a group of, you know, 10, 10 folks. Now you'll hear a couple of voices pretty much on probably everything. Like, uh, you know, mine would be, would be one. Uh, but you've got all these, these moving parts and, and, and you're right. You know, someone can jump in and it's like, Hey, I, I recorded this thing. That's like, uh, one of our guys, Thriven, he uh, sent me this uh, audio recording he did, and it was basically he's reading a part of like an engineer who's trying to do some repairs, do something. Uh, but in the background, it sounds like he's in an, uh, an engine room. So he created this thing, d- did his his audio, put the sound effects to it, and it's just and it's real short, but it's like wow, you know that's. And it's just all these little bits of creativity and that's fun. It's nice to have that outlet. Yeah. Yeah. So these, these folks and I I asked them if you want to be part of this, great. You can, you know, be a contributor. Uh, One of the other guys that was one of our guests, he's the cryptic community manager. Uh, His name's Mike and uh, for the game, Star Trek online. So we had him on. Yeah. 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 So we've, we've done a couple of things with him also. And um, he's, he's still in the, in the discord, you know, like I don't, people it's like okay, you know, welcome to stay and just kind of see behind the scenes sort of thing and so the other day he's like hey you know i want to throw my hat in the ring there if you want to you know need something for it's like okay wow you know that's, that's really that's great. So, cool. so now you've got now you've got that that piece of it where hey can i do something is there something for me yeah so, i love it so, I, I have a Trek nerd coworker, mm-hmm. and I said I mentioned that we were going to be doing this and he's like I've heard I've listened to that hey are don't you, you love hearing yeah. that? Yes, yes, that is awesome. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's see good. people listening. You never think when you start a podcast that anyone's going to listen to it. Well, I, I just like your that. mom. I've had, I've had, right, right. <laughs> I have two listeners: my mom, my wife. But, uh, no, no, that's that's great when it's um, you know they're at. Um, you're the devil. Right. right. Well, no, this, is, this, this is mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. so I, I better I better take this. All right. Well, we got to wrap anyway. I think so. We got to get to the drive-in. Yes. Well, you guys have fun at the drive-in. Thank you for this. Thank, Thank you, you for letting awesome. me talk about Star so Trek. Yes, yes. All right. We are Beyond Trek Podcast. Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious Trek content to your day. 
your attention will adapt to subscribe to us. Resistance is futile.